This is the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast on the WVSA Digital Network. From the Sport Pens International Studios in Charleston, West Virginia, here's your host, Marcus Cole. Welcome to the podcast. We have another great show for you. Before we welcome our guest, I want to remind you to like, subscribe, and share our program. Now, this helps us get the word out to others and let them know that we're providing valuable information designed for soccer players, coaches, referees, and parents here on the WVSA Digital Network. With us today, first time on the show, Derek Lipton, registered dietitian and owner of Full Circle Sports Nutrition. Derek, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We appreciate you being here today, and today we're going to be talking to Derek all about supplements, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, we know a lot of uh, uh, some of our older athletes, high school, college athletes, are looking into supplements to uh, help them out with their performance. And uh, we're going to talk to Derek a little bit about some of the more popular supplements on the market today and his thoughts on it and how it factors into their performance uh, with a proper uh, nutritional uh, diet. So first question that I have for you, Derek, is are you of the belief for the most part as a registered dietitian that most athletes can get the same benefits of supplements through eating actual food? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. It's not 100%, but for the most part, yeah. We always want to take that food first approach, right? Like see what you can get from food. Um, and it, a lot of people are surprised that, you know, how much actually does come from food and that supplements really aren't necessary. Um, the only time supplements really should be necessary is, yeah, you can't get it from food. So if you have maybe certain dietary restrictions from either allergies, religious beliefs, or just personal preferences, um, then, yeah, you maybe need to get, you know, take a supplement for that. But a lot of supplements people take, you know, like multivitamins, um, BCAAs, glutamine, things like that, really just not necessary because you get all those nutrients from a well-balanced diet. However, there are certain supplements that, you know, as an athlete, you need more of, and you might not get enough from food. Um, and those, the two main ones there are really creatine, because get creatine, like a pound of meat, you know, you get a little bit of creatine, it, you don't really get it enough from food. So taking a supplement of creatine is beneficial for, you know, strength and muscle growth. And then another one is fish oil, because not a lot of people eat enough, you know, salmon and, and stuff like that and other fatty fish to get the amount of, you know, omega-3s that they need throughout the, the week. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of benefit to having omega-3s in your diet as an athlete. So having that in there, you know, having a supplement in there to get a little bit more in there will help protect, you know, brain health and muscle function and all that. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I've actually um, uh, recommended by my doctor uh, to start uh, doing fish oil in my diet. I mean, I'm not an athlete by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and actually, instead of doing the fish oil, I did uh, flaxseed. Uh, what, what, okay. are you, what are you, what are your, and it seems like it's, it's given me such great benefits, you know, reducing the, and, and at least in my cases, you know, uh, reducing the bad cholesterol, enhancing the good cholesterol and, uh, you know, some other, I'm, I've seen some other benefits too. What are your thoughts on the flaxseed? Flaxseed works perfectly fine as well. Yeah. Um, another source of omega threes are actually like canola or the vegetable oils, which, you know, obviously have controversy because, you know, that's certain high heat and you know, people say, oh, it's it's inflammatory and oxidizing and all that. But um, actually there is, you know, it, it's the, they have different types of omega-3s and then get converted. But yeah, the best source obviously be fatty fish and then yeah, flax seeds are also really good source as well. Excellent. Uh, probably the most popular supplement out there, at least in my book, is protein powder. Talk to us yeah. about the benefits of protein powder and how our athletes should be using it if they decide <laughs> to go that route. 
Yeah, so one of the biggest misconceptions of protein powder is that it's necessary. That, you know, when you want to build muscle, you have to have a protein shake right after your workout. And when I started lifting in high school, I was the same way. And, like, I think back to how, like, you know, I would literally drink a protein shake on the way home, then go eat dinner, or one time, like, actually drinking my protein shake with my dinner and now realizing, like, that was so stupid. <laughs> um, but I'm sure people still do that because there's the whole marketing, like, all right, protein powder builds muscle, like, all that. But it, that's not how it works. Protein powder is just a source of protein. You know, whey protein is a very high-quality source of protein and definitely good for you, but it's not necessary. And, and that's what a lot of people need to understand is that you only have to use that protein powder if you can't get other protein from food in your diet or, um, you know, you just want an extra source. The way I say is protein powder is a convenience and just another source of protein for variety. So do a lot of my clients use protein powder? Yes. Um, do they have to? No. They can get meats in their diet. They can get yogurt, cheese, you know, beef jerky, things like that. But it just, it makes it easier sometimes, especially for busy athletes that, you know, need an on-the-go protein source or just want something just to add more variety. Excellent. Uh, you mentioned earlier about creatine. Uh, probably, I would say, at least one of the most heavily researched supplements yeah. out there and so much research available on it. Uh, obviously, you like creatine. Talk to us about the benefits of creatine and how our athletes should be looking to use it if they decide to do it. Yeah, so creatine is a – so creatine, yeah, like I said, it's the most researched supplement out there. Um, and it's the reason, yeah, obviously, it helps with – increasing your strength and also increasing muscle size. So what it does is basically helps increase the strength and like power output for short bursts of activity, right? So um, a lot of athletes ask me, like, should I take creatine for this? And if your goal is to either yeah, build muscle or to increase strength, speed, power, then yeah, creatine, it helps increase the fossil creatine stores in the body to help create that output. Um, so some sports like cross country and other like ultra endurance sports, creatine is not going to be really too beneficial but um if you want like I said, if you want to gain muscle or if you want to hit a ball harder kick a ball harder you want to sprint faster jump higher creatine will play a big role in that um and there's different types of creatine right there's the monohydrate and then there's hcl um the monohydrate is the one that's very well researched it tends to be a little bit cheaper and you know it's just the one we try to go with hcl actually does get absorbed better but it's less research and it's also more expensive, so it's really not worth it. Um, and then for the most part, yeah, most athletes will be fine with like a creatine monohydrate product. It's a simple one. It's pretty cheap. Um, but then there's some products out there that are like post-workout recovery supplements that include creatine as well as a couple other, you know, ingredients to help further enhance recovery. So like if you're just, you know, a regular lifter or just, nothing too intense and creatine's fine. Now you mentioned about workout. Uh, another popular supplement that I see people uh, taking is that pre-workout. Talk, yeah. talk to us, talk to us a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's always a controversial one because I mean, pre-workout, it works. It, it does help you get a better workout, but at what cost, right? And, and should you need that? So I always say for a high school and college athlete, no, or even a professional athlete, no, you should not be taking pre-workout. You shouldn't need it. If you need that little energy boost, you know, obviously food, getting your carbs in, that's going to help. And if you need that little extra boost for, you know, energy to decrease, like, perceived exertion, just drink some coffee because caffeine is the main benefit from it. The other component of pre-workout, yeah, it gives you that pump. It helps you with your focus, your motivation, all that. 
if you're a high level athlete training to become the best, why do you need that little extra motivation from something? You should have enough natural motivation to push through your workout. Um, that's, that's my theory on it. So, you know, if an athlete wants to take pre-workout, like, you know, it, it depends if they use a trusted brand, then, you know, not a whole lot of harm in it. But my concern is the amount of caffeine that's in them, like for a high school or like 16 year old taking pre-workout, they're going to build up such a caffeine tolerance. Um, and it's really not necessary. So, my rule of thumb is always focus on your diet, you know, getting good sleep, getting good food, getting some coffee if you need a little boost. But when I talk to, like, my adult clients, right, so they're out of college, you know, they're working all day, going to the gym. If they want to take a pre-workout supplement, then, yeah, that can be okay. But not for not for the younger athletes. You recently had an Instagram post uh, about a calcium supplement. Talk to us about that post and what your thoughts were on that. Yeah, so calcium supplements are, are tricky. So some athletes need higher calcium than other, right? So in general, you need about 900 to 1,000 um, milligrams a day. But for, you know, those with bone injuries, so stress fractures, broken bones, or female athletes with amenorrhea because the lack of estrogen decreases bone mineral density, you might need as high as 1,300 milligrams, um, which is a lot. And it's hard to get a lot from food. But, and with that said, also a lot of people lately have been cutting out dairy either they've noticed intolerances or they've read something about dairy being bad which you know a lot of misinformation out there um and dairy is obviously a good source of calcium so whether because you have your yogurt you have your cheese you have your milk um but what you see is like products like almonds and almond milk are actually very high sources of of, of, um, calcium along with you know dark leafy greens so a lot of people don't need a calcium supplement because they can get enough from food but if you don't eat dairy, you don't eat a lot of almonds or almond products, then yeah, that's when taking a calcium supplement can be very helpful. We're talking with Derek Lipton, registered dietitian and owner of Full Circle Sports Nutrition. Uh, college athletes really need to take special care when it comes to the supplements they put in their body uh, just for NCAA violations. Uh, now, the NCAA does not come out with a list of approved supplements and things along that lines. It's just a list of, you know, what you can't do. So you got to be really careful with what you put in. Talk to us about some tips that these athletes can make sure that they're taking proper supplements that are quote unquote safe for sport. So when, um, when deciding on supplements for an athlete, there's a little hierarchy, like check, checklist we go through. And the first thing that we check, look at is, is it necessary? Like, so do you need the cells or you're not getting it from your diet? And the next thing to look at is, is it, you know, beneficial to performance? Like, will you actually, is there a proven fact that taking the supplement can help your performance if you don't get it from diet? And then the next thing we look at is the, the safety. Yeah. It doesn't contain any banned substances. Is it certified? Right. So obviously right off the bat, there's certain substance, substances and other supplements that you just can't take. But then the problem with supplements is that, yeah, they're not regulated by, regulated by the FDA. So, you know, a supplement company can just say, hey, here's what's in our product, but then they can add other stuff to it or they can make it inaccurate. Um, and, and there's nothing you can do about that. So there could be, that's why there's that, you know, 10 to 20% chance of being uh, contaminated with advanced supplements. But that's why there's other companies that are going to go and third-party test their supplements. So the gold standard for third-party testing is NSF certified. So if you see your product with NSF certified, that means it was tested for the quality, tested for purity. So, you know, what's on the label, like the if it's 25 grams protein, it has that amount in there. 
Um, it, it doesn't have any banned substance, anything like that. Then there's also informed choice, which goes in, checks for the safety as well. And then another one that's kind of up and coming is called Labdoor Certified. Um, and that's kind of the same thing too. They go and they check the supplements for the, the purity, the quality, making sure there's no banned substances in it. If, you, if you're if you a college athlete and you take a supplement that is not third-party tested by one of those companies, then you run the risk of that supplement having a banned substance in it. And even you can know it, you can not know it. If you fail a drug test, you are suspended for an entire year, and there is absolutely no appeal. So you can't say, like, oh, I didn't know I took it. It must have been in the supplement. The NCAA doesn't care because, one, you know, you guys be lying. And, two, it's, it's on you. You have to know the risk of taking a supplement. Um, that's why we're very, I'm very, very careful with athletes taking supplements. I always look at the brands they take, test, make sure that they're tested and they're safe. If not, I'll recommend an alternative or say, you know, don't take this because of the risk. Um, because it's, it's a silly way to, to miss playing time. Um, because especially in college when you have to miss a whole year. Um, one, one good, uh, one something to note about that actually though is protein powders. So now a lot of protein powders are kind of falling into the food category. So you'll see on supplements, right? It'll say a supplement fat on the back where like on food you see nutrition facts panel. There'll be a supplement fat and that means it falls into the supplement category. A lot of protein powders now have a nutrition fact label on the back, which means it kind of falls into that food category. So if your protein powder has nutrition facts on the back, but it's not, you know, doesn't have the NSF or informed choice or Labdoor certified like certification on it, you're still okay because it counts as food. So um, that's actually something to know for. So you have protein powders, you tend to have a little more leeway with. Excellent. Now, Derek, as we kind of wrap things up here, talking about supplements today, um, if you could just give us one tip for our soccer players out there about taking supplements, what would that one tip be? Um, I mean, basically kind of what I said before, the one tip is, do you need it, right? Don't don't take supplements just for the sake of taking supplements or don't take supplements because, oh, my teammate took it or this professional athlete says he takes it or, or this or that. Um. Supplements are expensive, right? They're a lot more expensive than food, and they're often unnecessary. Um, so, you know, save your money, save your time, and also save the risk, and go for food first. And if you're really not sure, or maybe you, you know, you feel like you need supplements because your diet is poor, it, work with a sports dietitian, right? I see clients online. You work, if you're playing at a college, you might have access to one there, especially the bigger program. Work with a dietitian. Our goal, like I've uh, in the past, like I've saved people money even even though they pay me for my program right i save them money by like pointing out little supplements that they don't need and that saves them hundreds of dollars a month right you're, you're looking at like a thousand dollars a year that you're saving you could save based on the supplements that you didn't need to take um so you know focus on your diet first and then look for supplements that's great advice food first i love it um yeah. Derek is a, a wonderful uh, follow uh, on social media, especially Instagram. Lots of posts, lots of Q and A's, and lots of uh, good information. As I say, he's spitting fire out there. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, where can folks go to find you online, your social media platforms, and also find out more about the services you offer at Full Circle Sports Nutrition? Yes. Um, so yeah, you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok. It's nutrition with dot Derek. Uh, Derek is D-E-R-E-K. So if you follow me there, um, and then in my bio on both platforms, I'll, there's a link, uh, there's a link to your beacon page. That'll go to my website. 
that. And then I have, yeah, I have different programs, nutrition coaching, meal planning, tournament planning, calls, things like that. So, um, yeah, you can always, you know, reach, uh, check out more info there. And then if you, yeah, you can always set up a call with me. You can send me an email, Derek at fcnutritionnj.com. Um, and then, yeah, if you guys have questions for me, if you want to, you know, get more information about the programs I offer, I'd be more than happy to uh, share that info with you guys and help you out. Wonderful. And we'll make sure to tag uh, Derek and uh, Full Circle Sports Nutrition and all of our posts when uh, this episode goes live. And we'll make sure to uh, tag you and uh, let everybody yeah. know about uh, everything that you offer. Derek, thank of you course. so and, much. Yeah. For, thank you so much for coming on the program today and uh, talking to us about uh, supplements. Of course. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. Remember, make sure you like, subscribe, and share our program here on the WVSA Digital Network. Thank you for listening to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast. You can catch a brand new episode every Thursday morning here on the WVSA Digital Network. Or find us on our social media platforms at WVSoccer. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.